Welcome to the Positive Sports Podcast. I will be your host this evening, Ed Montana. Alongside me today, for the first time in 2020. 2020. 2020. Welcome to 2020. My brother Alex. Alex, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing great, man. I missed you 2020, last week. I missed you too. Apparently, uh, <clears throat> a lot happened since last week. I watched the podcast. Yeah. You had hair. Uh, yeah. I come to the podcast today, and you don't have hair. It's all gone. I'm kind of jealous because your hairline is not that bad, actually. <laughs> it's, See? It's, I mean, it's... <clears throat> Back there, right. but it's, it's running. Even. But it's, it's running. It's, the whole team is running away at the same time. But the, it's like a you know, it's like an offensive line on a right. screen pass, right? right? Yes. They're all going down yes. the field. Yeah, my see, my right tackle and right guard are <laughs> they're, they're gone. They're gone. <laughs> <laughs> they're at the sideline. Yeah, drink of water. This is this is terrible. <laughs> this is this terrible. That good, terrible, good, good, well, terrible. I know most people listen to podcasts. You guys but, need man, to watch. I hope they watch that. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, no, I just look. New decade, new me. I decided to just start over. Me Get too. Rid of all the hair. I'm going to the gym every day. I'm eating good. I stopped drinking. I am. Uh, I'm lifting 300 pound dumbbells every day. That's on. my New Year's, man. I'm taking it by the horns. You 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 don't lift 300 pounds. Can you bench 300? Curls, man. Curls. Cur- you curl. curl I curl 300 pounds, bro. Yeah. That's you, my New you Year's. Take, you take a 10-pound weight and curl it 30 times. New Year's, man. Don't I sound it's like a, the rest of the... Probably 90% of people during New Year's yeah. at the beginning? I haven't, I haven't changed much. I mean, I have goals and some stuff that I'm trying to do a little differently. You know, I think I've said this before on the podcast, right? My... My birthday's at the end of June, so I tend to look at my life in six-month increments. And so, <clears throat> I, I look at my life at the end of December. I'm like, well, you know, i got to change some shit. And yeah. I'm going to do this, that. And, and unfortunately, the hair was the first casualty. Yeah, I just don't tell my resolutions. I just do them. If I'm going to do them, I'm, I'm going to do I don't feel like I need to tell people. Now, do you, you know wait I mean? till New Year's to do them? Because I actually started my resolutions before New Year's. Like, I figured out... What some of my resolutions were, right. like the last week of December, I was like, well, I'm not going to wait until Wednesday. I'll start right now. I agree 100%. I'm gangster, bro. You've gone 11 months. In those 11 months, you must have figured out, okay, this shit ain't working. I need to switch it up. <laughs> Might different. as well start. Maybe we'll do something different. And if Maybe it took you 11 months, that's a little too long to begin with. Yeah. But that's so. okay. Anyway, so yeah, out of hair, I am. Now, why do people say 2019? Nobody says 2020. Everybody's saying 2020. Right? Why is yeah. that? Well, because it's catchy, right? It's catchy. 2020. Yeah. 2020 Plus, vision. you had the TV show, right? Oh, yeah. 2020. 2020 Vision. 2020 Vision. 2020 Home Run Stolen Base Club. What do you call it? One of, my, uh, one of my bosses started off a meeting on Thursday last week, which was January 2nd. Okay. <clears throat> Hope everyone has 2020 Vision. Thanks, bro. That wasn't that was kind of corny. You're the big cheese. The only reason yeah. people laugh is because you're their boss. Everybody laughed. Oh, everyone laughed. <laughs> I was like, that was dumb. <laughs> you know what? I was, I was hoping, and I, I won't take credit for this, but you know, watch the New Year's shows. I was hoping someone would have Barbara Walters hmm. so that at midnight she could say, welcome. This is Barbara Walters. <laughs> welcome to 2020. I'm surprised nobody thought of that. Oh, I'm sure people did. I'm not the, no, fir- well, I'm I'm not saying, the like, first one to come up with that idea. The I'm pe- not that smart. The program director. Barbara Walters had better things to do. She's out Wait, partying is she still and stuff. Alive? I'm sorry. Is she? I'm assuming she is. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. But whatever. It's okay. Well, listen. While we're on the whole 2020, 2019 decade talk, mm-hmm. we, we didn't recap last week, but I would like to go over a few best of the last decade. Oh, you want to do the whole decade? Yeah, the whole decade. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Because yeah. we're entering a new decade. Right. Okay. Yeah, that sounds good. People only... It's January 5th. People only remember the last decade. Sixth. Sixth, whatever. Whatever. You you get the point. It's one of those So counting is not one of your New Year's resolutions. No, I failed math in the third grade. (laughs) I keep telling you that. Damn it. All right, so... All right, what you got? So only a few. We're going to go over them. Okay. The first one I got, best trick play of the last decade. Ooh, trick play. There's been many. I'm sure. But the two that stand out, <clears throat> I, you know, to me, okay, 
Help the me Saints onside kick against the Indianapolis Colts in the Super Bowl. Don't, to start the second half. To start the second yeah. half, right? Surprise the hell out of everybody. Right. Do we know who was ahead at the time? I can't go that far back. Okay. Only my hairline can, so I don't know. I was just curious because, you know, that may have bearing on whether possibly. I think that's the best trick play ever. Or more recently, the Philly special. Oh, wow. Those uh, those two are pretty... I mean, they were they both happened in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Those, those are pretty good trick plays. Right? Because nobody what about, expected... Hey, what about the Music City Miracle? I said last decade. Not... What was in the last decade? What about... Um... That was in 99, I think, right? Yeah, that was in... Damn, I, I missed it so. by a little bit. One year. 11 years. No, I missed it by... <laughs> I missed it by a whole decade. Okay, you're the accountant here. You're the numbers guy. You can't fail at this, all right? <laughs> it's, you know, I fight. I watched a lot of shows about X thing of the decade, right? It's hard to remember, like, the cutoff, right? The 2010, yeah. right. happened before or after. It what is. about that quarterback sneak in the, really, in the ice bowl? Did that happen in the last decade? I think it was, like, 1965. <laughs> the ice bowl. <laughs> I just caught on to that. <laughs> All right. Out of those two, I will pick... Um, I, I think I'm going to go with the Philly special because of the upset nature of it all, right? No one, no one was really giving Philly a chance. And I feel like even though the New Orleans play had an impact on the game, I feel like the Philly special just kind of killed. Like I, when I saw the Philly special, I thought, Oh shit! The Eagles are gonna win. Right. Right. Like when I saw the onside kick, I didn't think the same thing about the Saints. So I'm gonna go with the Philly special. I think that was the best trick play of the decade. I'm trying to remember if that happened before or after Tom Brady's attempt. I can't remember. I think I th- it happened after. I th- I thought it happened after too. I, I mean, those well, are the, the other thing that's cool about the Philly special. Which I can't believe I'm going to say all these nice things about Philly, but... Better you than me. We've got all these little sound bites of the conversation between right. Peterson and Foles and, and, you know, let's do, you know, let's do the Philly special. Philly, you know, right, right. So I think that kind of makes it a little bit better. The onside kick didn't have the same fanfare for whatever reason. I mean, both were very good and creative. The onside kick just, it just coming, it just caught everybody off guard. More importantly, the Colts. <laughs> yeah. Right? And, I mean, just coming out of... It was a close game at, mm-hmm. at the half. Mm-hmm. So, to come out so ballsy and an onside kick that is not very successful. A trick play like that, that, that the Philly, that the Eagles ran, is a little can be a little more, more successful. More likely to be successful. Yeah, right. I so I agree with you. I mean, both are very good. Um, but I, I got to go with the Saints onside kick. And the other thing, too, right, is... The Colts won the kit, won the coin toss, elected to defer. That's right. So that they could start the third quarter with the momentum, and you know the Saints just kind of took yeah. it away from them. So that's Amazing. that's the big deal about that play. That's good. I like that. One. Like that. One? <clears throat> I right. still think that the Music City Miracle was better. Yes, two decades ago. <laughs> two decades. <laughs> well, when we do when we do our best of the two thousands. Oh yeah. When we do our best of wait, that's not that didn't even happen in the two thousands. <laughs> When we do our best of 1900s and 2000s, oh yeah, it's in the best of centuries, right? When we when Is we go 19? century for century, yeah. so when we do this show, when we do this podcast in the year 2100, yes, I'm gonna pick the. Uh, You're gonna pick that one. I'm gonna say, look, this this century was good, but that century had the better. Anyway, that go should on. be interesting. <laughs> All right, next one I have is the greatest comeback of the last decade. Tiger Woods comes back to golf and wins the Masters in 2019. Long layoff, personal issues, a lot going on with him. Injuries, right? Injuries, yeah. A lot of injuries. Patriots come back back down 28-3 in the Super Bowl against the Falcons. Super Bowl Mm. 51. Everyone remembers that comeback. Yeah. Or the Cleveland Cavaliers come back down 3-1 against the Warriors in a 2016 NBA Finals. That one included LeBron's come from behind dunk uh, block, block on Andre Iggy. Yeah. And then the very next play, Kyrie Irving. Is hits. that the one 
where um, what's his face? J.R. Smith was smoking a blunt. Oh uh, no, 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 no! That might be the best fuck up of the century <laughs> or lifetime. Decade. Decade. That will go down as the worst. Bl- <laughs> Blunder. That's that, that might have been a trick play. That That's, could be a trick play nominee. If they had won. <laughs> they hey losing. guys, watch this trick. Yeah. I'm going to dribble out the clock. In a tie game. <laughs> no one can see this coming except for. <laughs> alright, alright, alright. Right. Uh, you want to pick first and I pick last time? Or me uh, pick? Or... <clears throat> For me, it's the the Cleveland Cavs coming down back down three one. Just because we don't see it very often, the whole how everything unraveled in the last few seconds, LeBron's dunk from behind, block, block. Yeah, you know what I meant. Block from behind, and then just just the way they they won the game with Kyrie's uh, last minute three pointer. Yeah, that's good. But but we have seen other three one comebacks. So yeah. to me, that's not the greatest comeback. I'm torn between I'm torn with Tiger Woods and this and the Patriots because the Patriots comeback was the greatest comeback in Super Bowl history, right? I don't know if we've ever seen a comeback like that right. in, in the Super Bowl. In the Super Bowl, for sure, we haven't. It's it's the largest deficit ever overcome in a Super Bowl game. But with Tiger Woods. Like, how many people really thought he was going to win another major? Like, how many people doing their 2018 recap show said, if they had to bet a significant amount of money to them, Tiger Woods will win another major? Right. I don't know that a lot of people were saying that. Even though he was playing decent golf in 2018, I, I, <clears throat> I think a lot of people still didn't think he was going to win another major. However, you know... The fact that it could have happened, that it happened last decade, but could have happened this decade, kind of takes a little bit of the shine off yeah. of it. So I think I'm going to go with the Patriots with the largest Super Bowl comeback. That uh, that that game also had that ridiculous play with Edelman catching yes. that ball on third down, keeping that drive alive, which you know kind of reminds you of the David Tyree catch. Right. It just had that one moment, kind of like the Philly special too, where yeah. you're like. Holy shit! They're gonna come back, and you know they're gonna they're gonna be in this game. They're gonna win this game, and that those moments I think make those comebacks so much more special. And the fact that it's contained in one game makes it a little more special to me than the three one or the Tiger Woods thing. Yeah, just one. All, all three are impressive. They're all great moments uh, in sports. This is what I love about the recap shows, right? It's like yeah, you, you get, get to, to relive that stuff and think about what was going on at the time seriously. and how exciting it is. And anyway, I agree. <clears throat> preach on. What are the categories you got? Last one. Okay. I think this is a good one. I like this one. We're gonna go with best farewell of the last decade. Okay. We got Derek Jeter. Walk-off hit in his last game in a Yankees uniform. Was it not a home run? It was not a home run. It was a. It was a. It was a uh, game winning. It hit. was a game winning hit. Okay. RBI single. Uh, yeah, RBI single to to right field mm-hmm. against the Orioles. Right. Or Kobe Bryant dropped sixty points in his last game in a Lakers uniform. That's tough, and part of what makes it tough is they are two all-time greats in their sport. Right. Oh, like yeah. if it was. You know, if it was just some regular guy or, you know, call it like a second-tier star and it was his farewell, it'd be a little bit different, right? Like, it wouldn't be as impressive. But these are two of the oh, yeah. all-time great Huge names and two huge markets, right? Look, I'm going to have to go with Jeter because <clears throat> Jeter didn't have to depend on anyone to do what he did, right? He just went up to the plate and took his normal at bat, and like he did so many other times, all of a sudden he was thrust into a big situation, and the guy delivered. Whereas Kobe Bryant, yeah, he scored sixty. He had to take all the shots, but you know, there's a little bit of there's a little bit of massaging there that goes on by the teammates, making sure he gets the ball a little bit more maybe than usual. Right. He's a little more trigger happy than usual. He's like, hey, this is yeah. my last game. We're not making the playoffs. I don't give a fuck what you guys want to do. I'm, I'm, I'm chucking and ducking, you know? So I'm going to go Jeter. And admittedly, I will admit this, I love Jeter more than I love Kobe. 
and I love baseball more than I love basketball. So I think I'm biased, but you're biased. I'm gonna stick with Jeter. You heard it here <clears throat> first, folks. Ed is biased. Hey, I'm honest, man. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, you know, Jeter in a Yankee uniform is just like iconic, and right. I mean, the people, the fans that got to witness that game. I mean, that's a lasting image that, oh, yeah. that will be, like, forever. So it's pretty yeah. awesome. <clears throat> but Kobe dropping 60 points. You know, obviously, Jeter only gets four at-bats, right? Three or four at-bats. And, you know, Kobe gets to shoot the ball 40 times, right? Kobe's got to make, but he's got to make 25 Right, shots. right. And he's, like, 36, 37 years old at this point, you know, coming off in the Achilles. Achilles injury. Right? That is not nearly as explosive as he used to be. Right, right. right. So, right. I mean, no, I agree. Uh, you know, I, I, I saw both live as they happened. I don't know, just watching Kobe, uh, you know, go through his moves and be so finesse at, at that stage of his life. Uh, doing it in Los Angeles with all the banners hanging, I like you know I I, I like the, the other Kobe. thing too, right? Uh, that was that was cool about the Kobe thing is, I mean you could you could almost see his younger self right when he'd hit the fadeaway right. jumper or whatever. I mean it was just there were moments where you were like, does he really have to retire? Yeah. You know? Whereas yeah. the Jeter thing, it was just that one at bat. It was a right. very you know very small sample size. Kobe's was more of an entire game as right, ever. Right, right. Man, this is fun. I like this. Those were pretty good, though. Those are awesome. Hey, before we before we put a button on, on 2019, uh, <clears throat> best team. Let's think about champions from 2019. So you had the Patriots winning the Super Bowl, the Nationals winning the World Series, the Raptors winning the NBA Finals, mm. the St. Louis Blues winning the Stanley Cup. Okay. What are the championships that we have in 2019 that are worth mentioning? Mm. I don't talk about tennis and stuff like that. I feel bad, but I mean, those guys have four majors. Same thing with golf. Uh, <clears throat> I, 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 I can't. I can't really. Those are the four major ones. I can't really think of another. Uh, <clears throat> oh, I'll throw this one in there. I think this was pretty big. Okay. If I can remember his name. Anthony Ruiz, oh yeah, winning, beating winning, Joshua, beating Joshua, right to win the uh, the heavyweight. That was uh, pretty boxing major. Heavyweight what about crowd? UFC? I'm sure it was one in UFC. Uh, well, the big one in the UFC, I think, would be Amanda Nunes, uh, beating Chris Cyborg, who hadn't lost in like ten years, yeah. and winning her second UFC belt simultaneously. So mm. that's a big one. <clears throat> as far as champions go, I mean, obviously I mean, there's other champions that have won in the UFC as well, but to me that's the biggest one that I can I mean, I, I'm going to keep it within the four majors just because okay. I follow... The four majors? Yeah, the four majors, right? Or three and a half. You know, hockey, right. hockey is like, like nah, you know, really? I, can't, I can't follow the puck. We don't have a lot of ice okay. here. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> ice, ice, baby. Yeah, that's about as close <laughs> as we get to ice. Man, I... I'm gonna say the the Toronto Raptors just because they went out the off season, they went and got Kawhi Leonard, and he brought that whole city and team together, and he delivered. But you know the 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 spotlight was on Kawhi Leonard, but that whole team, uh, you know, and people are gonna say the Warriors were injured and all that, but. You know they 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 went seven games against the 76ers. Yeah. Uh. So. And an amazing shot to win it. Yeah. So uh, and I, I think the rest of the team just rallied behind Kawhi Leonard and they fed off of him and. That was really their one opportunity to. to and they took it and they took it. Yeah. You know the Patriots have been there and they won and you know, um, but I, I just think the Raptors definitely. <clears throat> The thing that that impress, the thing that makes the Raptors uh, a tough choice to pick to not pick <clears throat> is you hear a lot in the NBA about how it takes time for new stars to gel together. Uh, you know, we kind of saw it with the Warriors, and they had superstars, and they had a hard time at first, and Kawhi just kind of walked in the door, and it just kind of happened. You know, right. they they almost from day one. They were almost immediately the team to beat. 
I don't think they won the one seed, but they, you know, they were a very serious threat from the NBA Finals pretty much from the jump. Yeah. And you don't see that very often. I think it's really a tribute to uh, <clears throat> the coaching staff and, and to Kawhi Leonard because, you know, there's been a lot of leaders that have walked into situations and haven't been able to make it work right, right. away, right? I mean, LeBron's the greatest player of our time, the greatest player of this decade, right, since we're talking yeah. decade, the greatest player of this decade. He walked into Miami and it didn't it didn't happen right away, right? right? right. So, um, <clears throat> Who's so yours? That, that's impressive. To me, it's St. Louis, the Blues. What people forget about the Blues, the Blues were the worst team in the Western Conference in January. They had the worst record Damn. in the Western Conference. They made a coaching change. They made a couple of trade deadline deals. And they completely turned their season around. That's they, a pretty quick turnaround. Yeah. They turned, they turned everything around. They got themselves into the playoffs. I think they were a six seed. Not, not great. Uh, and then, you know, Bennington was just, I mean, he may as well have been a freaking brick wall because they couldn't get anything past him. It's just amazing. And it's a, it's incredible in hockey. It happens pretty often. You get a hot goalie and you can ride that sucker all the way to the Stanley Cup. It's amazing. It's a, yeah. that's what It's it amazing. Like, like, you know, in baseball, a hot pitcher, yeah, but, you know, you still need a couple more right. outings. But <clears throat> he got hot and... No one could get anything past him. And to me, that turnaround, you know, just it's just an incredible story. I think the Patriots don't win in my book because they win so much, right? Right, right. Uh, the Nationals, <clears throat> uh, it just, you know. Yeah, the way they 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 kind of they kind of came back. They had a rough start. Right. They yeah. lost their superstar. Had a rough start. But this, to me, I'll never forget when you said that back in June. <clears throat> and, and to me, it almost feels like the MLB schedule gods just mm-hmm. helped them so much. You said it in June. Remember that? I, I remember this vividly. I remember you saying it in a podcast, saying, look out for the Nationals. They play, I, it was some ridiculous number. You said 21 of their next right. 24 games against crappy teams. And they used that run to really fuel them through the yeah. rest of the summer. So I guess in a way I kind of discount their <clears throat> I don't discount it, but I feel like they kind of got a little lucky. <clears throat> so and look, maybe the same thing happened for St. Louis. I don't know. But that I guess that comment by you just kind of tarnished hmm. not tar- I shouldn't say tarnished. That's a bit that's great. A bit, yeah. It kinda it kinda it kinda smells of lucky, right? Right. right. And the Raptors, I can't discount the fact that the Warriors got injured like they did. They yeah. lost not one, but two superstars. Yeah. Uh, you know, and three, and they, three they, almost. Yeah, and, and they lost their second superstar in a game that they were winning. Yeah. Right. So that kind of. You know, but look, we talked about this earlier off camera, right? It takes luck to win championships. It, it takes. It takes a good team. It takes good coaching. Uh, it takes big game balls, but it also takes a little bit of luck. And yeah. the Raptors got it right, and the Nationals got it, and maybe St. Louis got it, and the Patriots certainly got it a little bit. And you know, at the end of the day, you still have to play the games. Oh no, absolutely. Right? So, I take no credit away from yeah, any of those. No, teams. no, but what I'm saying is like, yeah, you can get lucky throughout, but you know, it, it, you know, I mean, you got to play the games. And, yeah. <clears throat> It's just part. It's I guess it's what makes sports sports, right? Right. And, and us fans so attracted to it is, exactly. is because it, it you just never know. Right, and that's why the saying goes, "That's why they play right. the games because you never know what's going to happen." Right, yeah. like you know, Super Bowl a couple of years ago, the Eagles are going in there with a backup quarterback. Right. Oh, you know, New and big bad New England, no problem. And look what happened. Yeah. Right. It it just. It happens. The, not not many people were giving the Raptors much of a chance against the Warriors, but it happens, yeah. right? St. Louis had no shot middle of the season. It happens. It happens. That's the beauty. The Patriots, you know, well, no, obviously the 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 Patriots deal, the comeback was further back, not in nineteen. 
I was gonna say you could say something about all four champions, but oh yeah, yeah. But like, even the Patriots, I'm sure they had some luck somewhere along the way. Yeah, or referee call or whatever. One or two, or three, Maybe. or Who four, knows? five, six, seven, ten. Let's get into twenty. This wild, wild weekend. That's what they should. They they gotta right? stop calling it wild card weekend. They gotta I mean, start calling it wild, wild weekend. It was fucking crazy. I mean, it was nuts. Off. Four games, all four were decided by one score, right? Like less than seven points. Yes. All I mean, excellent games. Yeah, great games. Great Two games. Two of them went into overtime. Two went to overtime. One on Saturday, one on Sunday. Three visiting teams won. Which you've Hardly. always said there's always three home teams and one road team. Right. That, on, I on mean, average. I, right. Yeah, no, yeah. On that's, average. That's usually how it happens. On average, the first two weeks of the playoffs, the wild card yes. and the divisional weekend... One road team manages right. to sneak on through. We almost and had all backwards. four visitors. And it was backwards yeah. this weekend. It's crazy. So, uh, we could start with the very first game of the weekend. What a game it was. You know, the first half was... The scoreline may have been a little surprising with the, with the Bills up here in Houston. But let's face it, it wasn't. Because the Texans did... In one game, what I've been saying they've been doing all season long, right? Yeah. In the first half, they were the worst division winner I've ever seen. Right. And then in the second half, they were the best division winner I've ever seen. It was amazing. What a turnaround for them. In the first half, the Bills defense did what the Bills defense does. They were running the ball well. Controlling the game. And then in the second half, Deshaun Watson ripped open his suit, showed his Superman ass, and put that team on his back. What a performance. Dabble Sweeney called this, is he the Michael Jordan of football? Who? Deshaun Watson. He doesn't have any rings. Doesn't have any rings. He's got one. He's got a college ring. Let's ease back. He's got... No, look, man, Deshaun Watson, uh, I mean, he, he did what we've been seeing Lamar Jackson do all year. Uh, I mean, his his patience uh, down he the is, stretch is, 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 so is incredible, good. man. He is, when he gets a little more consistent, he's going to be in that conversation with Lamar Jackson and Pat Mahomes and Russell Wilson. I mean, he is he is something else, man. Yeah. He is something else. Billy O'Brien saved his job, or Deshaun Watson saved his uh, yeah. Billy O'Brien's <clears throat> job. Uh, so we'll see for how long. Because if they lay an egg this weekend, I think he may still go. You think so? Yeah. I don't think so. I think this this saved him, spared so? him another year at least. And look, the other thing, <clears throat> we would be remiss. If we did not talk about J.J. Watt, one of the true good guys in the NFL, that guy has busted his ass to get back on the field this season after surgery. Nine weeks out, he went out there, he played. He was not as good as a healthy, healthy, healthy J.J. Watt, but made a big impact play For on one defense. play. Made a big impact play yeah. that I think really turned the game around. Right, because that's the Sean Watson... Then ran in a touchdown right. after that, right? Right they, after they, that, right after that, Deshaun Watson runs yeah. it in, and that place they blew the roof off that place at that point. And keep that's in mind, when the game really got going. Let's keep in mind, the Texans are down sixteen nothing in the third quarter. Like they're getting shut down. Props to the Bills because they they have a really good team in place. I think their coach is. Good enough to possibly take him to the next level, but that all is going to depend on Josh Allen. He's the wild card on that team. He 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 still needs to develop or mature at the you know at at the quarterback level you know to to be able to take that next step or go into the next round. I mean, you got to be you know up sixteen nothing. You got to control the ball. I mean, <laughs> You gotta win that game. Not, not turn over, not turn over the ball. Look, I, I think if if you're a Bills fan, right? I think you gotta be very encouraged. McDermott looks like 
the real deal as a coach. You know, he looks like he looks like he is on. Um, Josh Allen, look, he showed what a second-year quarterback looks like. He he took his bumps and bruises. He made some mistakes down the stretch that may have cost them. Um, you know, it, it, he's got some maturing and some growing to do. Yeah. I expect him to get better as time goes on. And if that's the case with McDermott, you know, kind of pushing all the levers, I think the future is bright in Buffalo, especially with that defense. Uh, McDermott, I think, is – I was very impressed with what he did on Saturday. And so – they didn't win, but man, the future is bright, especially when you think about the division they're in. You know, uh, Miami has a long way to go. The Jets have a long way to go, and the Patriots are, are regressing. So it may be time for a changing of the guard, and the Bills have done it the right way on defense with a great coach. Yeah. They've got a quarterback that they've got to massage into a true leader and, and, and grade-A quarterback, but, you know, if he, if he continues to develop, there's, you know, there's no telling how far the Bills can go. So, yeah, uh, nah, you know, I it's agree. good for that. Um, speaking of good coaching, we saw another masterful job of coaching in the second game on Saturday where the Tennessee Titans started the road team victory parade yeah. by going to New England and really, I mean, just running over the, the, the Patriots. They didn't score a ton of points, but look, they controlled the line of scrimmage on both sides of the ball, and they ran the ball pretty much at will. Derrick Henry looked like Jim Brown. I think there was the Patriots were scared to tackle him. He's uh, a fucking I'd, big boy. I'd be scared to tackle him. And too. you know, Derrick Henry, he led the league in rushing yards this season, but the, you need to go back like two seasons ago. He really started running the ball a lot better. Last year he got even better, and obviously this year leading the league in in rushing yards, he's overlooked. Yeah, I think. And and I think Mike Mike Vrabel did a fantastic job. Uh, you can tell that guy is from the Belichick tree because he's learned a few things along the way. Did you right. see? Did you see the uh, the fourth quarter where he took like six penalties? Yeah, because no, he could. I I read about it. I didn't really. Yeah. So it's a stupid rule, but if it works in your favor, why not do it? Right, so, so for people wondering, he was fourth down with the clock running, right? Because he, you know, they got tackled in bounds or whatever mm-hmm. uh, on a run play on third down. The clock is running. They're right on the edge of a field goal, but it's too far. It'd be like a fifty-eight yarder, right? So most NFL teams take a delay a game. Give their punter a little five-yard wiggle room so right. that he can kick it as hard as he wants as opposed to having to feather it. Well, Mike Vrabel, it was about six and a half minutes left in the game. Mike Vrabel took that penalty. He's got the best punter in the league, which helps too, right? He took that penalty. Then they, you know, so they walk off the five yards, start the clock again. Took another penalty. They took five yards, start the clock. The Patriots jumped offside. <sighs> He took those five yards back. The clock starts running. Right. He took another delay game penalty. And the clock, uh, this whole time the clock is running. So he went from six and a half minutes. By the time the Patriots got the ball, it was four minutes and 46 seconds oh left in God. the game. Which, you know, and the look, I think Mike Vrabel would have taken penalties all the way back to his own goal line. But for the fact that once you commit a penalty inside of five minutes, the clock stops. So... No need to keep doing that. Damn. But I didn't know that rule, you know, and and Belichick was he was hot, right? He was I, hot I seen on him the on the side, side yeah. But at the end of the day, he's got nothing to nothing 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 to do there but just take it. And I mean, <laughs> you know, and and the Patriots just they don't have much on offense, and that's been their issue the whole freaking year. And they don't have anything on offense. And you know this, and their defense, and their like I said, their defense didn't want to tackle Derrick Henry. Yeah. I mean, supposed to be the best defense in the league. Tackle the fucking guy. Uh, offensively, that team is 
this year was severely limited. Because they, they only had one receiver, which is Edelman. But Edelman's not a deep threat. So they put two on him inside, and they let the other guys run around wherever the hell right. they want. Because they know they're not going to catch the ball. They're not going to get open. They're not going to do anything. Those other guys suck, for lack of a better word. And you got Brady back there sitting like a dead duck. It's, you know... And the Titan, credit to the Titans' defense, because they, I mean, they were... They were they pressuring were that. It. They yeah. were getting after it. Yeah. No, they, they look all the credit to them, for sure. Um, and it's <clears throat> it's going to be interesting going forward because a team that can run the ball like that with a good defense. Yeah. Your quarterback only has to throw for seventy two yards. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. I mean, Tannehill is going to get paid this offseason. season. I don't know by who, but he's going to get yeah, paid. Someone is going to be like, oh, he took his team to the second round of the playoffs. He must be good. I mean, they're like 5-1 and one in their last six games. They, they've been playing. Th- think about this. They were not in the wild. They were not in the playoffs yeah. a few weeks ago. And, and to come into the playoffs, <laughs> right? You know, be, and again, a team getting hot at the end, taking some momentum. Well, and, I mean, know, no, nobody thought they would win in, in New England. We talked about this during earlier. the playoffs. We talked about this earlier, right? Sometimes it takes a little luck. They got but there lucky. was no luck. Well, they got lucky in the sense that the way things shook out, the Texans had nothing to play for the last week of the season. So, but they, they still had to win their game. They rested everybody, and Tennessee had to win. Oh, Tennessee played. The right, but the they still had. They, but they still had to had to play. Right, but and they, there's. But they didn't have to play against Deshaun Watson. There was right. no JJ Watt. There was no DeAndre Hopkins. I mean, the Texans really rested everybody. That's a big plus for Tennessee. Well, I mean, I mean it's again, it, it takes a lot to win a championship, and I'm not saying they're going to win the championship, but they got a little. I understand. Little the Raven, the Ravens didn't play their players, and Pittsburgh shit the bed. Otherwise, they would have been in the playoffs, right? right. So well, no, it takes two to tango. I'm, oh, not, yeah. I'm not saying it was all luck, but like I said before, so is this the end of the dynasty of the Patriot dynasty? Because you know, America loves this. I don't mind it either. Look, I, I, it I depends, sure hope it is. It, dep- it depends on what they do, right? If they, uh, if they re-sign Brady and they get him some help. Then you know there's still a, a damn good football. What's team. more likely? Well, I mean, they, I, I don't know. What's more likely? Both stay or one of them goes? I think Brady's gone. You think he's gone? Yeah. It, like, Brady has Brady has reworked his deal and taken less money and done all this stuff to be in New England. And I, I don't. I think his pride. A, he's not gonna want to get lowballed again. He's made all the sacrifices for the team, and now he wants to get paid, or at least you know a decent last contract. And two, he, the the Patriots are—we've talked about this before. The Patriots are emotionless when it comes to their players. The Patriots view it as a business, and the Patriots will pay him what he's worth today. Not for everything he's done over the last fifteen years, whereas other franchises, right. not right. They'll, they'll 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 give him the big contract because he's Tom Brady. The Patriots will say you're forty two years old, bro. You can't play this game much longer. You get a one year deal, and it's not going to be that big. So I think from both sides, <clears throat> it's not going to work out, and he's going to move on. Man, hard to imagine him in another I mean, uniform, right? Both of them in a different uniform. Both of who? Bill Belichick. Oh, Belichick's not going anywhere. I don't know, man. I don't know. You know, someone was talking about this on the radio. Belichick wanted Jimmy G in New England and Robert Kraft. And, you know, Tom Brady didn't want him in New England, right? Because, yeah, that. And (laughs) and he was breathing down his neck. Like, he was going to be next in line. And Brady didn't want that. And, you know, obviously the the judge in this case, Robert Kraft... Chose to side with uh, with Tom Brady. I just think it's really interesting, you know what's what's about to happen with the Patriots. I don't. I I I really don't imagine Belichick going anywhere. I I don't know. I I I think with all this talk that one of them or both, you know, Josh McDaniels, like this, really, like the whole staff could like really break up. Like, they have a special teams coordinator, Josh McDaniels, Bill Belichick, Tom Brady. 
that what. that could end up you know somewhere else. I think for all the talk that this and this may happen, they may say, "Fuck you, we're gonna come back even better next season and let's do it one last time." Let me tell you something. I'm gonna go out on a limb right now, and it's probably not gonna happen, so it's not gonna matter. If the only move they make, if the only two moves they make is to re-sign Brady and let Belichick go and elevate Josh McDaniel, they're going to sink like the Titanic. Josh McDaniel is not an NFL head coach. He wasn't in Denver, and he's not an NFL coach now. He is an OC. And he, some guys just, that's their ceiling. That's his ceiling. He cannot run an entire organization. He cannot build an entire staff. He cannot manage the game. He can't do clock management. He can't do any of that shit. If, they, if, anyone, ha- if anyone hands over the reins to Josh McDaniel, you've been warned. Hmm. That's my opinion. I don't However, know, man. Right, it may be. You ready, move, you ready to move on to Sunday? No, let's keep talking about the Patriots because the rest of fucking the world is going to talk about them all week long. No, they should stop talking about them today. I don't like it when they talk about like, like, okay, yesterday or Saturday, yesterday, right? Mm Because the game happened Saturday night. I'm okay with everyone talking about Tennessee and the Patriots and then all the Patriots in their future. Maybe even today, right? Because you got a whole new group of people on TV. After today, Monday... Do not talk about the Patriots anymore unless they make a move. Think about it. If they would have won, people wouldn't be talking about them so much uh, yeah, as they are now. Yeah. They'd be talking about them less now than if they won, they'd be talking about them less. I think that's terrible. Like I Well, I I I think it's but I think but I think it deserves a lot of talk because there's a lot that can happen with the best team of the last decade. And beyond, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, there's a I, lot, I there's a lot, there's a lot of variables that can happen. Right. Like, it's have, not wishful. But we have an entire off season to talk right. about that. We well, have, we have some incredible matchups to talk about this coming weekend. The following weekend will be conference championships. We will have two incredible matchups to talk about then, and then two weeks after that, we'll have a Super Bowl to talk about. And then we can talk about how teams are going to rebuild and move, blah, 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 blah. I, I think it's interesting because Josh McDaniels is going to get interviews this week. It, it's just, I think it's awesome talk. It's I really, interesting. I really do. It's interesting. I would just rather it be after the season. And then, if Josh McDaniels goes somewhere, right? like if he becomes the new head coach of the Giants, okay, we can talk about it. We can talk about him fitting in with the Giants. But, you know, I mean, it's the Patriots, man. You know, people are going to talk about the Patriots, the Cowboys, uh, LeBron James, the Lakers. It's, it's just, you know, that's what I you just, get for being so good. Just, you get I talked wanna, about. I want to talk about, I want to talk about what's going on now. All right, let's the talk games. about it. There's a bowl game going on. Sunday. So let's move right. on to Sunday. Minnesota went down to New Orleans and... Kept hearing about Kirk Cousins and how he doesn't deliver in the big game. He delivered. He delivered. I keep hearing about how the Saints are due because they got screwed on the call on the Minneapolis miracle the year before and blah, blah, blah. They got screwed again. And and none of it happened. They got, I am, they got screwed. I am so disappointed. I really... Look, I didn't have a dog in the fight in the playoffs, right? So I was rooting for the Saints. Not to mention that was my Super Bowl pick. <laughs> Damn. Um, what happened? They lost. But in overtime, look, the fucking Vikings came to play like some damn, you know, berserks with swords and shields, and that defensive line was getting after Drew Brees, and they were blocking for Dalvin Cook, and they were buying time for Kirk Cousins, and they just made the plays. They made the fucking plays, and Sean Payton, in my mind, got a little cute at times, and, you know... He does that. And it just, it didn't work this time. The Saints, the Saints have a very good team, but 
in in this instance, which and I don't say this much, the Vikings wanted it more. They came out to play and 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 play a little smash mouth, get a little aggressive with with Drew Brees, you know, get yeah. up in his grill a little bit. It so. really it really did seem like the Saints just never got it going on offense. Yeah. As good as that team is offensively, they seem to just they seem like they just could not get off the ground. They couldn't get going. And the way the game started, Thielen fumbling on the very first play, you You're thought, thinking, yeah. Oh well. damn. Here we go. But you know, they only got a field goal out of that. The That's Saints true. did. So, um you know, the Saints played fucking great, man. And and you can tell from from the locker room when uh Kirk Cousins did the, you know, the whole you like that. You can tell from his teammates that they're they trust him. Like they they buy into whatever he, you know, whatever he says in the whatever huddle. Kool Aid he's selling. Hey, it 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 works, man. And sometimes, you know, I'm guessing for for a professional athlete like Kirk Cousins, he hears all the talk that he doesn't perform well in, in prime time and all that good stuff. And I guess at some point, you know, either you have it or not to overcome that and fucking show up and play. Yeah, and, and that's what they did. They, I mean, they played a great ball. Yeah, game. hats off to the to the to the Vikings. I think they played a, an excellent football game. And you know, hats off to Zimmer. Zimmer doesn't get a lot of credit as being a good coach, but that team is good. They're always ready to go, and you know they went into a tough place to play against a darn good football team, and you know really like you said, smashed them up. What makes the Vikings good is that they're built from the inside out, right? Offensive line, defensive line, and then everything else right. happens for them. And I think that's what makes a really good team, makes a good team in the playoffs really good. I agree. So watch out for the Vikings, I think. Yeah, I think, I think. look, all three, all four of the teams that won this week, I think will, will give people fits next week. Yeah. Now, the teams next week, of course... The home teams next week have a week of, have had a week to you know heal up a little bit, which is extremely helpful. But none of these teams that won this week are going to be a walkover next week. I wouldn't be surprised if next weekend we see four games decided by one score or less. I hope you know? so. But we've seen a lot of defense this weekend. We might see one or two uh, offensive. That's true. You the know. offense is really coming to play next right. week, right? Especially in the AFC. And real quick. We'll we'll touch it real quick. You can say something if you like. The rule is the rule, but the fucking Rudolph, the purple Rudolph, okay, he pushed off. Yeah. Okay. Look, we're gonna, you know, it was it was it was an offensive pass interference. Yeah. He pushed off. His hand extended. The receiver, although he never turned around, he was he's he was still. Right, right. He's he's away. He's pushed he's back a little bit. Space. So it's probably not as harsh as other pass interference pass interferences yeah. were. But to well, me, I, to me, there there should have been a flag there. I, but I, whatever. I agree. I agree with you. I don't think it would have changed the outcome because I think probably not. Yeah, you know, they were gonna. They were gonna. They were. They were still gonna be inside around the fifteen, right? Inside right. the twenty, they were still gonna be inside the twenty. Right, they, they and had, they they all they needed was a field goal, right? Or did they? Was that the first possession? That was the first possession. Oh, okay. Well, but still, so you know, it would have been first. It would have been first and goal from the seventeen. Right. Because it would have been a fifteen. Right, 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 right. So, which is still doable, and and you know, they could still win the game. Uh, yeah. Uh, look, and, and I'm not making excuses for the Saints because I, I, I think they lost the game earlier than that. Earlier. Absolutely. Um, certainly the. Uh, you get away with more as an offensive player. I understand that, but the pass interference rules are—you know—I just—I—I've I, gotten to the point where I've stopped trying to figure it out. Which, by the way, this we can go into the Seahawks and the Eagles. And if you watch that game, the Seahawks tight end Hollister got called for an offensive pass interference, and it was nowhere near the same as Rudolph's. <laughs> I yeah. mean, it wasn't even close, yeah. and they called pass interference on him. So that guy had a horrible game. He got Hollister? called for three false starts, the pass interference. I mean, that guy—it's yeah. like the refs day. only had eyes for him. Not his. Who's number forty-eight? Day. That guy's gonna do something. I just know it. 
Maybe because if it wasn't Jeff Hollister. No, no, that's Hosteller. Hosteller was the Giants. <laughs> so moving on to the next game. This was this was this was not surprising to me. Um, but man, the Eagles again. We've we've talked about this several times on this podcast alone. Sometimes it takes a little luck to make it through the football season and to make it to the Super Bowl. And the Eagles just haven't had any when it comes to injuries. I'm, I'm not making excuses, but I mean, really, they're playing with backups. I mean, Carson backups, we- backups, 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 and Carson Wentz, the one guy who's managed to stand upright all year long, goes down in the first quarter, nine minutes into the game, right. and you know, heck, even McCown was gimping around in the, yeah. in, late in the third quarter, early in the fourth. Uh, you know, I Seattle deserves it. I'm, you know, I don't know that the you know a full strength Eagles team might not have beat the the Seahawks. Anyway, right? The Seahawks are a damn good football team, but you you got to feel for the Eagles, and I, I don't want to make it sound like no credit should go to the Seahawks, but I just can't get over how many injuries the Eagles had during the season, and then more during the game. Right. Uh, I I can't say I'm surprised. The Eagles look like the Yankees looked last season. With yeah. all the injuries yeah. that happened, like one after another after another, just that the Yankees' injuries went 162 games. But, yeah. I mean, it was pretty crazy how how injured they were. Funny how this this is the same score that when they played during the season, 17-9. Oh, really? The Seahawks beat the Eagles, I, I think, like that. week 11 or something, 17-9. <laughs> Although the Seahawks won. I'll give them credit. They made the plays down the stretch, plain and simple. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, you're playing a professional football game. What's problematic is you only did it, you only scored 17 points on a team that's banged up, whose secondary ranks at the bottom of the league. Went healthy. Went healthy. Yeah, yeah. So that might be an issue for the for the for the Saints. Yeah, uh, for the Seahawks. I'm sorry. It's going to be a tough go. I'll tell you what. I look. And I'm not going to argue MVP. Lamar Jackson's the MVP. But man, oh man, if it's third and long and I got to I gotta seal the game, who do I want? Do I want Russell Wilson or do I want Lamar Jackson? I, I think I want Russell Wilson. Yeah. That, that guy, the, the bigger the, the problem, the better he is, it seems like. He is, uh, you know, he's... Out and out, the leader of that team, and he is just fantastic. I put nothing past him. And it didn't if, hurt that Metcalf showed up to play, too. Yeah, if they, if they are within one score of anyone, look yeah. out. Because if they get the ball, I think Russell... I have all the faith in the world in Russell Wilson that he can do yeah. it. You know, DK Metcalf, they mentioned during the broadcast yesterday, he was the ninth wide receiver taken yeah. in this second, draft. Second round, I in think. In the second round. He was a 64th pick overall. Yeah. I went through and looked at the other eight receivers. Who the hell are they? Are they even on rosters? Do you remember them? No. No way. That bad? Oh, they're terrible. The guy, uh, the guy Harry from the Patriots, who can't catch a cold. <laughs> that guy got drafted before DK Metcalf. They they replayed the. Uh, it was all over Twitter when he gets the call from. Uh, the uh, the GM or the owner of the, the Seahawks, and then they pass the phone to to Pete Carroll. Pretty neat, man. He's pretty uh, he was stoked up to be a uh, a Seahawk. Yeah, way to come through on the you know <laughs> such an important game. Yeah, he had he had a big game. That's a big boy, man. I didn't think he was gonna. He had a pretty good season overall. It took him a while to get, get up to speed. Right. I think probably learn the playbook and everything. And I didn't think I thought because of his size he wouldn't. He wouldn't be this good, but he's he's pretty good. Well, he's a problem. He's a problem. He's pretty he's, good. I so. mean, he's a, he's half a foot taller than everybody else. Yeah. Yikes! And on that last play, you know, on that last play, he showed maturity because I think most of the time they would have kept running, let the ball fall in because I think he would have caught it on the go. Instead, he stopped, he jumped, jumped right. made sure he was higher, reached it at the highest point over everybody else, secured the ball, came down, and you know realized, I don't need a touchdown here. I need to make this catch. And that was what ended up sealing the game for the Seahawks. So, 
Next week, we've got the Texans at the Chiefs, the Titans at the Ravens, and then uh, the Seahawks go to San Francisco? No, the Seahawks go to Green Green Bay. Bay. The Vikings go to San Francisco. The Vikings go to San Francisco. Now, in the first two weeks of the playoffs, generally, one road team wins. Right. So last week... We won't talk about last week. So this week, which road team would you bet would be the one road team to win this week? The Vikings. The Vikings, after playing in the Superdome where it's so hard to play, Kirk Cousins has been so good. So let's. he's had primetime games. He's got a playoff game mm-hmm. that he just won. I, let's, I think we can throw that out the window. I think the Vikings are a very complete team. They match up very well with the 49ers. I think it's very even. If, if we go, uh, you know, offensive line by offensive line, defensive line, I think they're very even. And because of that, I think the Vikings can uh, squeak one out by four. I will also go in the NFC, but I'll go to the other game. I think the Seahawks... I think the Seahawks will get to the Packers. Uh, And, you know, I know Aaron Rodgers is a great quarterback, but I I really think Russell Wilson is a great quarterback as well. And that team, I think, is progressing. And they are going to give the Packers fits. And the Packers will not have the defense to deal with the Seahawks. Whereas on the other side, I think the Niners' defense will give the, the Vikings... Uh, a hard time. So and, other- and on the other side, please, God, do not mess up a Kansas City-Baltimore Conference Championship. Seriously. I mean, look, I'm impressed with what Tennessee did. I like the Texans. But I want to see Baltimore and Kansas City hook up for the uh, uh, AFC Championship game. So that's what I'm rooting for there. And I don't... I don't want any visiting team to get in the way of that. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. I don't think I want to see. I don't. I don't think the rest of the world wants to see anything but the Ravens and the Chiefs, right? Yeah, the Ravens and the Chiefs, right? The the two young quarterbacks so, who are so so good. So out of the Patriots, the Bills, the Eagles, and the Saints, which four of those teams don't make the playoffs next season? Uh, Patriots, Bills, Saints, and Eagles. Yeah. I think the Eagles are still a good football team. I think the Saints are a good football team. I think the Bills are a good football team on the rise. Obviously, there are a lot of questions about what's going to happen in New England. That roster could look very different than it looks now. And even even the roster that we had now, remember the Patriots were 8-0 at one point. They finished the season 4-4. Four and four. Actually, four and five if you count the playoff game. Right. So, you know, if I take the if I take the trend, the Patriots don't make the playoffs, which is kind of an incredible thing to say. You know something we didn't mention, but it's also a certain possibility, hmm. is that Sean Payton and Drew Brees could very well not be in New Orleans either. It's true. They could be done. Right? Brees might retire. Yeah. And Sean Payton may, may say, you know... Yeah, I doubt the, it, but the difference, it's... The about, difference there, though, it, especially in the case of Breeze, they've got Teddy Bridgewater, they've got Taysom Hill, and they've got a shit ton of weapons, right? Yeah. Kamara. Uh, Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas. Uh, they've got weapons. It's not like the Patriots that have Nothing. no weapons on right. offense. So if Brady leaves, you know, it really falls apart. Yeah. So that's the only difference there. Yeah. But it's know. a good point. It's a good point. I'd be cool. sad to see Breeze retire. I'd be sad to see. I would be sad to see Brady retire. I'd be sad to see Breeze retire. Imagine that it happens in the same offseason. Brady just says, you know "I would what? like Fuck to it. see." I don't. I don't. I, I'd like to see Brady. I'd like to see Breeze win another championship before he retires, mm-hmm. because I feel like he's not getting enough respect because he hasn't won two. And Brady, I'd like to see him have a decent season. He doesn't need another championship in right. my eyes, right? He's he's he's, he's good won. on rings. He's won enough. Yeah. But but I would like to see him have a better season and then go off into the sunset. Right, right. That's just one man's opinion. Yeah. 
Who knows, man? Who knows? It'll be interesting. It's a lot of fun, man. The NFL playoffs are fantastic. It's a great product. I love it. Agree. Love it. Agree. You got anything else, buddy? Um, nah, man. That's it. Man, we beat the hell out of this podcast. We started off. Beat it up. We started 2020 with a bang. Whoa! Did that light just turn green on the mic? Yeah, when you um, scream like when that? you scream like that. Oh! Whoa, that's pretty cool, yeah, man. The, yeah, stop screaming before that's you pretty blow cool, up man. the mic. I like the red light. Oh shit! Oh, <laughs> no, this is not made out of glass. It's not gonna like explode. This is when you're doing it. This is when you know you're doing it right when you keep one eye open and one eye. Like, oh! <laughs> that's when you know you got the opera in you. Uh, yeah, you, you, you know. But for this podcast, I thought for sure you'd be an opera singer. Really? Oh yeah. When you grew up, when we were little, I thought <laughs> when this kid grows up. He can't sing worth a lick now. You sure the hell can't dance, but I think... I can't whistle. He's going to be an opera singer. One day. One day in my next lifetime. Hey, you still have time. You're young. Yeah, that's true. I mean, young. 2020, make it your New Year's resolution to be an opera singer. 2020. What'd I give to be 20 years old again? Shit. Uh, I don't think I'd want to be 20. I wouldn't mind being... Why not? Uh... Don't say not old enough to drink because I'm sure you were scoring drinks at the age of 20. <laughs> Maybe. And scoring. <laughs> Maybe. Um, yeah, but I was broke. I was in college. You don't got no fucking bills. Who paid for your college? That's Who true. Who cares? You're living that's the true, life. You, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You're, yeah, living, you're, you're living the life. Come to think of it, I'd go back to 18. 18? So that I could do college again. You're living the life. Because you're right. That is that is the best part, right? Right. You have freedom because you're out of the house. Right. But you don't have any responsibilities because going to school is relatively easy. Plus, you get to do it with all your friends, right? No one's bossing you around. You just got a thousand take, miles away from, yeah, you from mom take and dad. Tests every now and then. Um, and yeah, you're broke, but so is everybody else. So That's you right. Do. Exactly. Which is why... Plus, if you meet a chick and she knows you're broke, expectations are low. That's true. That's very true. If you get, She's buying you drinks. Yeah, like if you get her a happy meal for, for, your, for your anniversary, right, right. Right? your one month anniversary, she's fucking ecstatic. Oh, she's like, oh. How nice. He even drew a little smiley face with the ketchup. <laughs> See, man? He even drew a little heart over my french fries with the ketchup. That's what we should do. We should go back... To college. I'd, I'd go back <laughs> in a heartbeat. I'd live those four years in a loop over and over yeah. again. It was yeah. such a good time. That'd be awesome. But right. it's not it's going not. to happen. Reality is... Instead, we've come to the end of another wonderful episode yes. of the Positive Sports Podcast. Uh, are you going to turn that damn phone off? It, it is off. Why is it buzzing? I don't know, man. Turn that... POS off. You buzzed your head, that's why. <laughs> it's the buzz show. It's the buzz show. Uh, if you want to get a hold of us, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> I was going to say, shout out to the St. John Red Storm for saving me 50 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> In our bet. Dude. I was cheering for them so hard. I don't even know what was going on. I've never followed a college basketball game so tight. <laughs> so you gotta let people in on the on the story. So all right. So we've got the, yeah. the three of us with cousin Jay. We've got a deal going where we bet one game. We don't bet. We pick one right. game uh, of college basketball against the spread every night. Every night for the entire month. So we, the first month we did it was December. And the winner gets 50 bucks. From each player. From each player. I yeah, didn't know that. from each player. Oh, excellent. Well, how are you going to get 50 bucks? 25 and 25. No, from each player. So it's 100 bucks. It's 100 bucks, yes. So the winner gets 100 bucks. Wow, I didn't Yes. I, God damn, we're high rollers. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was 25. <laughs> well, I we may need to revisit the... the, the I'm rule. pretty sure it was 50. I thought the rule said winner gets 50 bucks, well, which I'm, I assumed meant... 25 from the two losers. Well, I'm glad we settled this now because if I come up short when I win. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, it came down to the last game of the season. Right. The last game of the month. And it was down it was it came down between you and cousin Jay. I was way yeah, behind. You were out like on December. I was 3rd. I was if I would have made every opposite pick, I would have ran away with it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it came down, you and Jay had 
13, I believe. Right. Uh, 13 wins. And so I was cheering for for losses from both of you. Right. You lost your game earlier that day. Right, right, right. And then St. John's, I forget who they were playing. Butler. They, Butler. They were down, I think, double digits at halftime. And Jay picked Butler minus Took, like six. six. Yeah. And uh, and I think the... The, the Johnnies Butler, came back. The but the who? Oh, the, yeah, the, 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 the St. John's came back, and they lost by, like, two. Great second-half run. And, <laughs> and that, so it ended up being a tie between you and Jay. Right, and we said no payout on the tie. That's right. So. Although I think you should pony up 25 no, to each of us. Bullshit. <laughs> you didn't, you, nobody won. No, nobody's you want sure what the rules are anyway, <laughs> apparently. You want a participation trophy? Yeah. For 25 <laughs> bucks, yeah. So, yeah. That's oh, jeez. All right. Crazy kids. Close this bad boy out. Alrighty, folks. If you want to get a hold of the show, share your thoughts with us about the NFL, the last decade, or whatever. We don't care. You what? can email the show, positivesports10 at gmail.com. Positivesports10 at gmail.com. If you want to help Alex out with his college basketball picks, how do they do that? On Twitter at BrooklynGaucho1. And you better help me out because if you pick worse than what I'm picking... You need not be picking. I'm not picking you to pick my picks. <laughs> <laughs> and if you want to get a hold of me, you can do so on Twitter as well, at emontana21. Let me know how things are going. If you want to shout out and let me know about, uh, or you want to reach out to me about my training, let me know. I am training for the Houston Marathon in two weeks. Two. Two weeks. Two weeks away from another marathon Trying to stay healthy at this point. There'll be no football in two weeks. Uh, yeah, there will. Conference championships. Oh. So I'll run fast, pick up some wings and beer, oh. come home and watch the conference championships. Oh, yeah. Perfect. That sounds like the perfect afternoon. Oh, it's a, per- it's a beautiful day. It'll be a beautiful day. Alrighty. And that wraps up this show. Catch us on YouTube, Podbean, Google Play, iTunes, whatever podcast platform you choose if you want to watch do it on youtube check out my new haircut i look just like alex minus the hat i suggest watching watching is funnier looking for sure sure. and as always folks ignore the negativity be the positivity peace